Hey everybody, it's Drew. This is a rebroadcast of our one year anniversary episode that we did uh, live streaming on YouTube. Uh, this is pretty much just the meat and potatoes of it. I uh, cut out the uh, first part, the first 20 minutes, and uh, a bit of the end. Uh, all in all, it's it's not really edited that much. Just kind of wanted to leave it as free form as, as the session was. If you want to hear us talk a little bit about the podcast, uh, then uh, check it out on, on YouTube, on our Tales from Stringersburg page. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. We had a lot of fun doing this session, and I hope you guys enjoy listening to it. the prologue was going to be so flocky have we gone flocky's character uh the puppeteer is uh when we originally started the game we were i was doing street level metas and he was level seven and by the end of the scenario he was level nine and then at the beginning of this podcast he was level 10 at this one he begins at level six this is before he's moved to Chicago and still in the suburb uh, that he grew up in. So what we're, yeah. I like that. So what we're going to do is uh, submit cement a little bit of Puppeteer's earlier canon. So um, got a little write-up here. Bear with me as I do some exposition. And uh, okay. those of you that live in the uh, greater Chicagoland area, forgive me for uh, butchering your geography a little bit. So north of Chicago, by the shore of Lake Zurich, which is the actual place, is the sub- suburb of Noman, a smallish urban area uh, of would-be hippies and pretentious yuppies. Trendy coffee shops are punctuated with the staple bookstore on enough blocks to make you wonder. Land Rovers, Expeditions, and all manner of fuel-sipping luxury SUVs are held in juxtaposition to the rundown salt-eaten vehicles of the bohemian use that man the stores. The downtown area's horizon is held with multiple-story buildings, ranging from 3 to 15, the tallest being the Lake Zurich Bank and Complexes, the city's crown jewel of a structure. Noman has attempted to hold its aesthetic through the years, but has slowly been forced to... uh, forced over to more corporate and commercial franchises, leaving the most native most of the native populace wondering what's happened to their town and commenting that it wasn't like this back in the day. Street artisans can be found every hundred yards or so, hawking their skills or wear. Noman also boosts a fair no- boasts a fair number of metas and heroes in its populace. Jackrabbit, the local boy and former high school star that always seems to be in the spotlight. Miasma, the edgy edgy edgelord, excuse me, I can't talk all of a sudden, the edgy 
edgelord that only fights crime at night, Princess Sparklefingers, the young girl that has publicly been offered a, a position at the Four Corners Protectorate despite her young age, and Mileage, a once up-and-coming speedster meta that topped out early and has been struggling lately to stay relevant. There are some lesser-known and one-hit wonders in this relatively small town. It could be the geography or the heroes in town, but it seems that villains pass through on their way to Chicago proper, leaving many opportunities for would-be heroes. So imagine if any of you have been to Asheville, North Carolina. Just imagine downtown Asheville flattened out for Midwest. There, Flockovich. Whoa, um, that is surreal. Yeah. So I got a couple questions before we start. Uh, okay. Uh, I actually found out how old Puppeteer was when the original game started, um, which was 35. So in the current storyline, you're almost 40. So in this, yep. you're you're 32. Um, like, at this point, what are puppeteer's ambitions and what's his mindset like why is he still in this town uh what's taken him so long to kind of try to establish himself as a hero like did his powers come in late like what's the deal and also what's your viewpoint on jackrabbit because you two went to uh high school together yep yep okay uh, I'll, I'll answer in order. Fergus was in denial for a long time about his powers. He, it, it took a while for them to develop to begin with, but he also wrote off the first few manifestations as mental illness. And he went to, he, he vacillated between like seeking treatment for that and, going back to a kind of like reactionary individualism like oh god something's wrong with me i really need help and then like no no i i'll i'll handle this i i i i won't let anyone in i can i can deal with this going back to the whole willpower thing like mm -hmm. i can just i can just fix this myself i just have to sit down and think really hard and eventually, when he realized what was going on, I imagine his first reaction was dread. Just absolute, first of all, fear of, like, being involved in the, you know, the world of metas, which is a lot of fights and big high-stakes stuff, which he is not a big high-stakes dude. Um, I imagine him just sort of, like, limping along in the, in, in the community theater world for years. It's like edging out a sort of sad life. And and also I think he would be he, he would feel a lot of dread about the hero life aesthetically. He would just be like, oh God, so cheesy. Like he does so, like worried that he doesn't have the physique as well, almost. Oh, certainly. Mm -hmm. That's certainly a thing. Like, I mean, Fergus was Fergus may have been in community theater for a long time but he's never ever been a leading man he's never even been close um he's mostly crew and they have occasionally drafted him for a, a a minor part but he has very rigid ideas about narrative and about um the sort of proper 
the proper way to tell a, a dramatic story. And so often, you know, even as a even as a teenager, he would look at the newspaper headlines about metas in the state, in the region, and the way that journalists wrote about them and just be like, oh, God, more of this. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. So um, it took him a while to, 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 like, get up the inertia to overcome that cynicism of his own and just be like, I can't just sit here with this and do nothing, and I can't do bad stuff with it. So I got to go the other road. I got to find a way to be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. And so, so I it never like crossed his mind to, to go into villainy. I think he would be so afraid of that possibility of like seeing that side of himself mm. that as soon as the idea came up, he would just immediately tamp it down. Like, well, obviously I, I, I couldn't do anything like that. that that's just, uh, you know, just complete denial. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that he's, he's been maybe recently coming to a point where he's actually sort of coming up with his hero identity. Like he's not just, a guy named Fergus who has powers. He's like mm-hmm. thinking about, well, if I if I were to be a hero, those are air quotes if you can't see them. If I were to be a hero, what would it, how would that work for me? How would I, I manifest that? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer has been right in front of him the whole time and he just hasn't want to, wanted to admit it because it's too on the nose. He doesn't want to just be like, well, I have always worked with puppets. Mm-hmm. That's what I puppet am. Puppet shows, like. you know. I mean, it's like it's too obvious, but that's what it's going to be. Now, um, I, I've far- always been curious about this, but never asked. Are we talking like John Cusack marionettes from Being John Malkovich? Or are we talking like Jim Henson puppets? I was imagining more the former than the latter. Also, maybe. Uh, I understand there are some other theatrical styles where two or three people dressed in black will be on the stage mm, manipulating uh-huh. like a big puppet. Yeah, yeah. Um, wearing black to sort of like bend in, blend into the background so they're they're not the focus. So I imagine he's done a, a, a mixture of that, but I, I think he um, I think he probably like one of his like, like his side gig is he does puppet shows at like festivals and birthday parties and stuff. He probably has a a few there's probably like just enough people that that will will pay for that because of its novelty or something mm-hmm. that he still keeps some puppets that he owns and he'll go and put on a show with them like and of course you know for every like six paying gigs that are sort of cheesy punch and judy type stuff that he doesn't really like he'll do one weird artsy show for his own satisfaction and like a few stoners and college kids will come mm-hmm. and and those are pr- those moments are probably the highlight of his life so uh, awesome. as far as as far as jackrabbit goes i'm i'm imagining a sort of like sunny golden retriever type person uh yeah yeah kind of like, like still riding the laurels of his fame from high school and that's maybe why he hasn't left town like he could go to a different mm-hmm. town and still be successful, but he wouldn't have the popularity that he right. has. Right. So, like, 
I'm 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 imagining a guy who who was jockey but not malicious, mm. and in a way, that makes Fergus hate him even more because like a guy like that becoming a superhero is sort of Fergus's worst nightmare because <laughs> it just like it confirms the worldview of the happy, healthy, athletic person that he could never be. And that he resents and envies very, very deeply. But the guy is also, I imagine, like kind of nice mm-hmm. and like not not smart, but not dumb. Like, yeah, like he probably asshole. wouldn't remember Fergus from high school, but right. he wouldn't like offhandedly like be a dick to him or anything. Yeah. So um, I I think Fergus's posture toward him would be one of like powerful jealousy that he would uh, sublimate in the form of criticism, you know, just mm-hmm. like, well, it's all well and good to, to talk about all the great things that he's done, but someone with that sort of strength just shouldn't run around, uh, uh, um, you know, um, I'm, I already wrecked someone's car, you know, just like mm-hmm. nitpicking every every heroic act that he does, and just like Im- intensely finding fault right. at all times. Okay, cool. All right, so let me. It's been a, a minute since I've done the ST gig, so I might Get stumble and fumble. Get your juices flowing. Get your juices flowing through. Get my Irish juices flowing. Oh yeah, sorry, that was Scottish. I was trying to be Scottish. I should have. By the way, for everyone uh, that's watching this or may watch this, and those that are listening, if you don't watch this, Google Mark Sherlock Humes, and that's exactly mm. what Flocky looks like. And he hates when I say that. It's not exact. It's a close match. I am definitely more handsome than that dude. It's 90%. Yeah. yeah. The 10% that's missing is sexual magnetism. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. All right. I mean, I, I, I really have nothing against the guy, and I'm sure he's a sweet man, and we would have a lot to talk about if we met. But if we do ever meet, I'm going to rip his heart out and eat it so I gain his power. So stay away from America, Mark. You're, you're going to call him off Shakti Dehum? Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? <laughs> you know, All right. I got nothing going on. So you're walking down the street. You have just defeated your largest foe to date, the juggler, the vulgar fool that he was. Uh, Give us a little bit of how that fight went down. Okay. Um, So, uh, stop me if I'm supplying too much backstory here, but um, as soon as I hear the juggler, I think old theatrical rival or like theater world. Okay. So like, so like Fergus used to see this guy at, um, Ren fairs, conventions, things like that. And, um, <clears throat> and I imagine that maybe he's a gimmick villain. Uh-huh. 
gimmick in what sense? Like, uh, kind of like Captain Boomerang, like he's got trick juggling balls and. Uh huh. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, their, their, their rivalry has been established for some time since, since the juggler, uh, first appeared like a year ago and and fergus with uncharacteristic crudity made a a comment about a man who spends so much time working on his balls um he was sort of like he was so giddy about saying that that he uh he didn't notice one headed right for him so the, the first encounter did not go very well juggler pelted him with so a bunch of he had his, his he had his first snappy comeback right yeah exactly so um i think the recent fight was a sort of culmination like they've probably had several encounters since the first one and i think at first uh the juggler who has like no real ambition um, or, or, or Vision started his criminal career by robbing the kinds of Ren fairs that he used to work as a performer. And so Fergus got to go back to one of the big con or, or Ren fair type events that he used to just attend as himself. And, and this time he went in a sort of makeshift costume because he, he knew he knew this guy, you know, John or, or whatever, Darius. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a male name that sounds criminal without, like, right. choosing a name that would piss off, like, all Irish or German or whatever people. <laughs> anyway. Um, we Irish are always pissed off, so. Okay. All right. All right. McC- McCullough, then. I don't know. <laughs> No, 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 no. So I, I, you know, I, I think it, I, I think the way it went was like a, a smaller event got robbed and like the police came and they got, you know, weird injuries, weird contusions or, or, or whatever. And there was like a, a weird ball found at the scene. And Fergus was like, I know where this is headed. He's just going to rob every single place where I've tried to get work or go to enjoy my, like, like he's just like, this guy's like robbing me of my culture. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had never really, I think he, I think his, his go-to even at this point is to use mind control rather than telekinesis or at least up until this fight. So it just sort of, struck him uh, uh, it just sort of struck him that like he can't be he can't be beaten by a guy who throws stuff at him because he manipulates objects mm-hmm. so uh, I think he I think he made a great show of like adding a cape to his costume for this running around like striking poses drawing the guy's attention you know, wheedling him, you know, like needling him with insults and getting him to just like, rather than throw one ball, to throw a bunch of them at once. And then he just like took them. He just took them away, just plucked them out of the air and like set them down over there. 
and the guy eventually realized like oh i've i've thrown all my balls i have no gimmick left and then puppeteer would just like picked up a bench and threw it at it or something <laughs> like something incredibly excessive yeah like like you know there's the like amphitheater where there's the little crummy magic show and there's those bleacher seats mm-hmm. and fergus just tipped the bleacher seats over <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right a bit, a bit vengeful maybe yeah yeah for like you know you know like like this is for showing up at all my gigs for the last three years and like chasing women away from me and ruining everything with your terrible conversation you asshole that one time i was gonna get close to the lead role you came in and got that part mm-hmm. you were the only other person to audition for it that kind of thing you were tybalt <laughs> hey not too personal now <laughs> um all right so you're you're walking down the street maybe you got a little yellow spring in your step your step um you might feel a little guilty because you didn't check to see if he was still breathing by the time you left so it's just wheedling at you just a little just a little um he, he brought it on himself he really did he actually did uh but your 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 phone starts vibrating in your pocket and you take it and you flip it out and uh it's your alarm for for work where does where where is fergus employed currently so he he's he's a debt collector <laughs> Like phone debt collector or like yes. okay, yes phone phone. There's a there's a name for that. Inbound calling. He works at a, he works at a place called uh, something asset recovery. Uh, Midwest asset recovery. Yeah yeah there you go. Midwest asset recovery solutions. There you go. And their 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 logo is like a cartoonish version of Mars, the god of war, and he <laughs> fucking hates it. But it's like the only job in town that he could get. He does not have good references. All right, you uh, you you hoof it the the next two blocks over to your uh, Geo Metro, old school Geo Metro, in that terrible mauve color. <laughs> That's parked in between a a uh, Escalade and a and a, a Bentley, and uh, you know, capes, takes you a couple couple goes. You gotta use your TK a little bit to kind of push the car before it'll get going. And uh, you show up. You're you're about ten minutes late, and you go out onto the the call floor, and there's. You know, everybody with their their headsets on and everything, and, and you see uh, you see Gary, your your supervisor. Gary. And he sees you, and he's leaning up against uh huh, one of those. For those listening on the podcast, Josh just pulled up a picture of a old Geo Metro. Yours sort is not that mis- nice. A, a sort of misbegotten miniature hatchback. Yeah. 
and you you see Gary and he's leaning on one of the cubicles at the end of the row and he's got his coffee and he looks at his watch taps it uh, Gary I, I know I, uh, it's like mm, third time this month there Fergus what's uh what's the excuse this time I was stuck my car was stuck between an Escalade and a Bentley mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. you know how did, these did you remember are. your headset this time of course Okay, because the last one, like I said, is coming out of your paycheck. Yes. Yes, I'm aware of that. Shall I begin? He just stares at you and just like looks at his watch. Okay. Fergus gets his headset out. <laughs> he has he has stashed a a spare headset, which he stole from the equipment closet. Uh he just has it in his like in his desk. Yeah. Your last one got, got smushed uh, when you were fighting some low-level mook that had uh, like strobe-type powers, like he could cause light to flash out of his mouth. Mmm. Whoa. You, yeah, you fell on your butt and uh, crushed, your, had, crushed your headset. Had not taken had not remembered that he took the headset off and put it in his back pocket mm-hmm. and fell and sat on it and broke he, it he went out on night patrol mm-hmm. whatever i guess whatever mm-hmm. fergus is trying to like establish his uh hero repertoire pattern i think i think the the, the first reason why he would go out at night would be to learn to not be scared of everything <laughs> so just like immersion therapy or uh, uh exposure therapy what do they call that you know mm-hmm, yeah um okay all right so you you finish your eight hour shift and uh it's one of those second verging on the edge of third shift kind of deals where you get off at like midnight um you don't make many calls. You don't really do anything because you're still kind of pumped about this whole victory you got over the juggler and you're replaying it in your mind and maybe doodling it a little bit. And you've got a uh, like a mental perception out a little bit for Gary to come by so you can cover mm-hmm. your, your doodles up. Um, but yeah, you, you finish up and everybody's getting up and putting all their uh gear together and stuffing stuff in their their backpacks and uh purses messenger bags and uh yeah so what's what's fergus's plan he is generally ignored by everybody mm-hmm. so he he does not smoke cigarettes but he is aware that the cool people go outside and smoke cigarettes so he walks out to where the smokers are in in particular um there is a guy who smokes who he thinks is cool and is vaguely friends with because they were in a show together once this this guy will just sort of point at him and smile and say crew guy and Fergus is like, yup, that's me, crew guy. You were the second lead, and I ran lights. Um, and there are also, like, 
several women who he thinks are really good looking in an edgy sort of way. And he just hangs around and okay. uh, he's, he, he's, he's aware that they all go smoke outside. So he goes back there. He just wanders back there. All right. Jeremiah's out there and you, you come out and he's like, crew guy. He's like, uh, got light, man. I, I can't seem to like, this is his normal MO. Like, he sees sure. you and automatically knows that you've got a lighter. There's uh yeah, I, th- I think Fergus just started carrying one for this precise situation. So he's like, oh, um, here. So, uh, me and, uh, couple folks are thinking of going and, uh, hitting up the, the, uh, Hitting up the bar, going to play some pool. You, uh, you down crew guy? I, yeah, uh, yes, sure, why not? Ah, oh, damn. You see him pull out his wallet and fishes out a five and hands it to, to one of the, the girls. It's like, ah, Sorry, man. I, uh, I I was betting on you coming Don't up with some half-ass excuse like you do every single time. I I I know. I know. I I would like to um, say that I uh, bet against uh, myself with someone else, but I I didn't. I just today's different. <clears throat> I'm sorry you lost your money. I will. He, um, he just claps you, you on the shoulder and kind of shakes you a little <laughs> too roughly. Yeah. <laughs> Like nah, man, nah, nah. It's all good. Come on, you can, uh, you can buy me a beer. Yes. Um, how many beers is five dollars? Uh, about ten. Oh. You can you oh. can roll if you would like. <laughs> no, I I think he I think he would know enough to know it's not that, but he 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 pretends to be even more wide-eyed and innocent than he really is. He's like, oh, really? Uh, uh. Okay. So everybody goes and hops in their cars. You notice that many of the uh, of the female persuasion hop in the same car as, as Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And off everybody goes. Typical. Yeah. Typical. You get in your car and you realize they did not tell you what bar they were going to. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, the bar. The bar. There can only be one. Let's see. It's not Cecilia's. That's a lounge. Uh Damn. He uh he heads for the main drag, the like one of, you know, three or four downtown streets that there are mm-hmm. and he just sort of slowly cruises down the road looking for jeremiah's car all right give me a notice roll okay with your new stats notice with Four ranks and a plus one bonus from wisdom. That's plus five. Hang on a second. I gotta get my my dust. Nope. 
shitload of D10s from Exalted. Yeah, majority of my dice bag is D10s. Like, sort of the most elegant of the dice. Okay, here we go. 19 plus 5, 24. Oh, yeah. That's a good roll. All right, yeah. uh, If there's there's some way that you want me to display what I roll physically or use a dice roller or something. Nah, I trust you. Both of us are more interested in having an interesting story than cheating on dice, so... Agreed. Yeah, just, you know, verbalize and everything for the ones listening to the podcast. Um, Yeah, you almost missed it. You're you're driving, you're creeping. Um, People are honking at you, kind of driving around. Um, Mm -hmm. But you, you see the back of Jeremiah's car sticking out, and uh, it's a bar named Cooper's. Okay, right. Cooper's is pretty new. It's been here for like two or three years. It's not recent enough that Fergus can incredibly uh, label it part of the like wave of gentrification, but he kind of just does it anyway retroactively. So yeah, it's, it, it's like, one oh. of those places that came in like right before uh, the the money started rolling in and everything, but they seem to capitalize on it. They have yeah. uh, karaoke and pool, and it's one of the nicer uh, hipper mm-hmm. bars. It's got a dress code and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, and Fergus is not sure that he's going to meet that dress code, so he parks in the first space he can find which I'm sure is like a block or two away. Mm -hmm. And it's like checking his clothes very carefully. He's like, I'm, I'm wearing some sort of button down. That'll do right. I don't have a bandana on. That's good. I wonder if my shoes. And then he's just like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let these things slow me down. I'm just going to go and I'm not going to have a problem at the door. I'm just not going to have a problem there. So he just, he just walks down Coopers, right. as if as if he's always been there. Uh, there's not a line, but there is a bouncer at the door, and uh, you know it's got it's got like a check in kind of mm-hmm. deal. Um, bouncer standing right by it, and they kind of give you the the once over, and a little smirk goes across the the bouncers face and you know he does the arm cross where the biceps get real big mm-hmm. and um swole bro swole yeah the the girl that's behind that's sitting on a stool just kind of glances up 10 bucks goes back to her phone uh, is is there a band tonight that uh th- that's a little no uh karaoke night Oh God! Ten dollar charge. One dollar drafts. She just kind of glances up at you. He pulls the ten out of his wallet and hands it to her slowly, like a like a man putting the noose around his own neck. She just like before it's out of your hand, she just grabs it, slams it in a uh, till, 
grabs yeah. a stamp and stamps the back of your hand. Ow. <laughs> she her <laughs> her brow knits. And she looks like, at the bouncer and she looks back at you. It's like I I, I was just a, surprised. Have a good have a good night. Okay, all right. Yes, thank you. Goodbye. He creeps in. He likes he's like going along the wall. <laughs> are you stealthing or are you just like eh, not, eh, not I'm awkward. Not I'm awkward. Okay. Um Yeah, just yeah. Okay. Um I don't know what you're rolling over there. Secret GM rolls. Uh-huh. Okay. Um you see Jeremiah and, and some of the people from, from work, mixed crowd. Um and they all seem to he he's over at a at a pool table and um he, he definitely seems to be the the nexus of this group. Mm-hmm. Everyone's orbiting around him. Uh and you see one of the the girls that's kind of facing your direction. She looks up and you guys make quick eye contact and she actually <laughs> breaks it first and like she kind of turns around and you see her kind of it looks like she's maybe saying something to somebody uh-huh. and one at a time like heads start to to come up your direction. Oh boy. And okay. A, a couple There's people only... pull faces but Jeremiah looks up and his starts to pull, but he he covers quick and he he gives you the gives you the dude nod. Uh huh. Okay. Waves yeah. you over. Fergus just he he's been on stage often enough to know sometimes you just plunge right in, you just dive into the shit. So this walks over there with like a weird leaky smile like this could go wrong at any moment but he just goes over there and he's like yeah. oh hey man I, I i didn't think you were gonna make it i totally man i totally spaced i'm glad you found us it's fine i uh i just uh thought of what could possibly be the place and this was the only answer see he know he knows guys he knows what's up uh what are you uh drinking i'll oh hell yeah man i'll uh i'll take a seven and seven all right yes that sounds good i'll uh it's like anybody else and you start hearing people being like gin and tonic redheaded slut blah 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 like uh, uh um uh he just sort of tries to protest, but he sort of withers and is just like, oh, man, I'm going to regret this. Um, he uh, he he looks for the nearest bartender, like taps them on or like server or, or whoever. Mm-hmm. He like taps them on the shoulder to, to get their attention and sort of like leans in to make sure they don't go away. Mm-hmm. So and, and he's, just kind of nondescript, uh, innocuous looking dude. Uh, yeah, pulls out, that, pulls out a pad. That group of that group of people there. Mm-hmm. What whatever they're having. Mm-hmm. One more. Okay. Uh, license. Thank you. 
That's very kind of you. It's like, all right, I'll start you a tab. And walks off with it. And then Fergus stops him and is just like, also, um, rail vodka double. (laughs) Just gonna... Never imagined. Yeah, well, he never imagined either, but um, he knows how this chemical works on the human body, and he needs that effect. All right. (laughs) All right, so we're going to speed kind of through this, and it's fairly awkward. A couple people come over and try to make conversation with him. Um, Maybe a couple people that you've talked to before, Mm -hmm. you know, passed at work or were in the same training class. Um, Like, how long does does Fergus stay or uh, he he starts to lose track of time. Um, So at first, there's the there's the terror of navigating these unknown social waters and then he's able to hang back a bit and like observe how other people are going about this. He's, he watches Jeremiah in particular. And after, you know, 20, 30 minutes, he's like, I feel like I understand what's going on here. And it's just as like unwelcome to me as most of this stuff. So then he starts to think back to, to the fight and just like the weird freedom of being in a situation where no one there was going to tell him what to do because no one there knew what he was capable of. Mm-hmm. And he'll, he's like drifting off and he, and he realizes some, somebody's talking to him and he's like, what? And that happens a couple of times. So he's there for like two hours. He, he, you know, on, on the way over, he was like, okay, 20 minutes, say hello to some people see if one of the women actually looks me in the eyes and then get the hell out as quickly as possible. But, you know, he's just sort of drifted. Um, but now, you know, I, I imagine after, uh, after that amount of time, like the place is starting to close down or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody starts to file out and you're actually one of the last people, like somebody's talking to you and you kind of don't realize that everybody else is, has mostly filed out, even though they, you know, oh, I'll see you at work. Blah, 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. And the server comes over. And he's like, all right, cash out time. And you look at the insane tab that this group has run up on you. Round $500. I, I, I said, I said. Oh. Hold on, you're freezing out. You're you're getting hung up again there, Flock. Yeah. Are we back? Sorry. Uh, your audio is back. Sorry, everybody. Okay. We are having some technical difficulties. There you go. Okay. All right. It froze so, at you. I said one round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so Fergus is just like, why did you keep doing? Why did you keep adding to this? I, I, I that. Do you understand that this is like all of the money that I have? Everybody kept saying, putting on your tab that you were covering it. I see. I need you to do something for me. I need you to look me in the eyes. 
And Fergus is still at the stage where he feels somatically he do a gesture when he uses his power. He's like, I need you to tear up that bill. All right. Get rid of it. I need to. Well, actually, I need to roll, roll will for him against a DC of 16 because 10 plus your power mo- power level is 6. That's the way we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to say this guy has no modifier, so it's just going to be a straight roll. That would be a 19. <laughs> he goes, I need you to pull out your credit card and pay for this fucking bill or uh <clears throat> and he kind of looks over and big bouncer dude is standing there arms crossed <clears throat> so I think Fergus actually does have a, a credit card that this may or may not go through on at all. He he hands it to the guy. He he goes like he's going to hand it to him, and then he drops it, and then he just flees the scene. <laughs> uh, excellent. All right. Well, what does Fergus do after running away and being slightly inebriated and his car being about two blocks away. Um, first, he's going to sit down and put his head between his hands and try to figure out all of the emotion that he's feeling. Actually, give me a uh, give me a fortitude roll to see how. Oh, boy. How shmammered okay. he is. <laughs> I have a whole plus one modifier on this. And with my roll of four, that is a five. Yeah, they they made them them drink strong. Okay, so you're a little uh, turnt. Okay, in that case, I think he like, I think he he runs into the alley. He like bursts out the back door of the bar. He's going down that alley, just sort of sloppily behind him. Waves his hand, and the dumpster goes across the door. All right. And and he, like, stumbles to the edge of the alley and, like, makes a couple of quick turns and just, like, finds the first bush he can where there's any bit of privacy, and he throws up in it. <laughs> nice. And uh, after that, it's like he sits down, taking several deep breaths, and he's just like, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. All right. Well, you you take an hour or so and kind of collect yourself, and, um, and maybe then slowly, ashamedly drive home. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to narrate this just a little bit. You, you maybe sure. it's the maybe it's the liquid courage, um, maybe it's the frustration, but you you kind of feel like you want to get in costume like Mm. maybe you'll be a little cathartic maybe you can find a a late night purse snatcher or um you know something something easy um that'll kind of 
get your spirits back up because you 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 know you you can still go back to this day of beating the juggler you know kind of a a, a long term rival so maybe this will this will boost you. Okay. In that case, he would stumble back to his car, pull the bag with the costume in it out of the trunk, and. He like looks around. He's he's still sort of shaking off the booze. He sees a phone booth, and he's just like, "Well, that's just impractical." <laughs> and he like stumbles into an alleyway behind a different building. So it's got like a, a a pretty plain. He's using just like a blank mm-hmm. theater mask, just like a like a tragedy mask. Maybe and, even like um, something from Michaels or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a cheap one. He's like sprayed some kind of varnish on it because like he went out once and a guy threw up or, or, or bled on him and it stained and he had to buy a, another mask. So he's like, nope, I'm getting a can of this enamel shit or whatever. I'm just going to keep this mask going. All right. So um, you're... I think... Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. So you're, you're out and you, you've changed and everything and you're you're kind of patrolling walking the streets and uh you kind of get a a wild hair uh like up high is a is a good thing like i see i've seen other heroes portrayed on on television or on the news and they're they're up on buildings so you figure what the hell and you go up there and uh you see uh, coming you're close to to the main strip and, and you see coming down what you think at first maybe is a a motorcycle traveling pretty fast and then you realize that it's a it's an individual and they're they're going about the speed of a fast car and mm. um as they get closer you kind of notice them and, and this is this is mileage uh, you, you notice the um, outfit from from newspaper and, and news reports and uh, online, and uh, you kind of see them zipping past, and you figure they're like I said, they're going about the speed of a of a fast car. They're they're actually in a a lane, and they're kind of zipping around cars and and whatnot. And uh, yeah, they. Are, are looking around and they, they look up and they actually see you and zip off into the sidewalk and you see them hesitate for a second and then start running up the building, the side of the building. Oh. <clears throat> and you kind of reflexively take a, a couple of steps back as they shoot over the edge and they go up about five feet and come back down onto the the ledge and unnecessarily you notice land in like a three-point stance mm-hmm. and they get up and they're they're kind of in a, a fighting stance uh, what are you doing that for who, who, who are you? Like, what, what, what do you want, villain? Villain, I, I, you've got it all wrong. I know who you are. They, they kind of lower their their hands a little bit. 
puppeteer is just like I, I uh, I'm, I'm the puppeteer. I'm, I'm new. Relatively, I just, I just defeated the juggler. They're in a um, like a skin tight outfit that would, um, it looks glossy. Um, like it would reduce friction. Like it looks slick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, this motherfucker got money. It's silver and black. Um, they've got kind of these winged high boots on, uh, and then they've got a mass that comes up around their forehead. Their hair kind of spills out to about down their shoulders, and then it's just the the eyes that are covered but it comes down around the neck and under the chin Mm -hmm. Uh, so like the face and the eyes are exposed um, but the rest is kind of covered and then their ears okay Um, actually their ears are are covered by like these little dome pieces sure wind burn Mm -hmm. and you're not exactly sure on the gender you're leaning maybe towards female. Okay. Um, and they're like, oh, uh, 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 puppeteer. I, I, I've actually, I've, I've, I've actually been looking for you. Uh, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pleasure. Yes. You, you, you as can't well. tell if, if they're stuttering or if they're trying to slow down. Yeah. That makes sense. Why have you been looking for me? I I I I I've been been looking at your 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 work and 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 some things that you've done. And they pull out a phone and kind of like pull up this thing, and you see they've got like a folder. Um, you see puppeteer. Uh, you see. Uh, Princess Sparkle Fingers, Miasma, a couple of different folders and everything, and she, or they click on it, and uh, you notice that it's like a couple of screenshots of uh, maybe some like minor news articles that don't have okay. like particular names or anything uh, tied in. It's like uh, there's uh, there's a slight pattern here that uh, if you look there's there's a, there's a signature um, uh, and, and this one here actually has ha- ha- has a name and then I saw on the news today that you you defeated the jugglers um, so I was actually uh, hoping to run uh, run into you. Uh, are you? Are you a fan? I'm not sure I understand. No, I, I, th- I thought uh, uh, maybe if, if you wanted to, uh, if possible, if you weren't doing anything uh, and I wasn't doing anything, then we could uh, uh, may, uh, um, uh, team up. Yes. Yes, I, I think that I think that's a good idea. It, it, I think that's it's a just, great idea. Uh, our, our power sets kind of um, uh, they uh, 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 complement each other, and uh, with me being able to go fast and you being able to uh, control objects, then uh, we'd be able to box them in and uh, safely contain any opponent that came. Yes, I agree. Yes, I. I... And a sort of wave of like post-drunk nausea hits him, and he like puts his hand on his temple for a second. He's just like, I, th- I think 
you're on to something there. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Yes, very good. Uh, okay. Um. Uh. Uh. Um. Uh, um I mean, is is that is it? Uh. Is that Have all you that seen you anything can... tonight? Uh, uh. There was there was a purse snatcher. Uh. About an hour ago, that I, I stopped and turned into the police. Um. But what 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 else are you cap- capable of? Um. Uh, if that's not t- t- too nosy. Well, my I don't like to use my other power if I don't have to. It's it's not an easy thing. It's um, ethically, it's a bit difficult. It's it's not uh, it's not something that you that a person wants to do to another person if he doesn't have to it's uh i i hope it's not relevant i'd, I'd rather not talk about it to be honest no, 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 I, I completely understand. I wanted to talk about your powers. I don't, I don't like to talk about everything about my powers sometimes. That um, it's just because uh, sometimes it's difficult to talk about it and the things you don't want to talk about. So, uh, yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, yes. is this your? Is this the normal time that you're out sort of patrolling the streets, or are you more daytime hero? Miasma, um, yes. he he only likes to do nighttime. I don't know why he likes to only do nighttime, but he only does nighttime. I'm. Uh, I don't have a normal uh, like I said I'm still pretty new I, I, I don't have a particular time that I I just happen to be in the area tonight and it's it's sort of a chance thing this isn't my uh, area uh, okay, okay, I, I, I understand that. So uh, let me just, uh, um, uh, 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 she starts patting herself down every, or themselves down and pulls out, it's like a Sharpie out of, out of a par- pocket and pops it off and pulls out your hand and just like starts scribbling a, a number down what? below. What? Oh, like, I okay, see. Uh, g- give me, give me a call, and, or uh, I'll call you. But I don't have your number. Can I have your number? Uh, oh, I don't guess I need your number. If you call me, and then I'll have your number, and then um, okay. So uh, we'll get in contact with okay. each other, and I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Puppeteer's like slowly holding up his phone, like yes, I will call you. And then I, I guess he's still doing that while mileage runs off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you notice that even when mileage ran up the building, it was still consistent to what you saw coming down the street. Like they didn't speed up or slow down at any point. Oh, so it's like a fixed rate of speed. Maybe. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, so Fergus is a bit surprised at this whole thing, but also just because mileage, you were saying mileage's name is like known, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, um, probably about six months ago made kind of a big splash, like, um, defeated a, a, a large villain that was coming through town that said they were going to Chicago and, um, a few minor ones here or there, but they've slowly kind of been petering out. Uh, some people have mm-hmm. said that their initial victory was kind of due to dumb luck. Mm. 
and also for anybody interesting it, listening, um, that was in no way supposed to be a slight towards people with speech impediments or anything. Like I have difficulties myself, but I like to be inclusive as to not all heroes have to be well spoken or anything like that. Yeah, that was that was taking me back to my speech therapy days when I was in elementary school. <laughs> Fergus is a bit slow-tongued at times too. I was just thinking while while we were having that dialogue, just like, oh man, people are really in for some excitement tonight. These two, <laughs> these two awkward ass motherfuckers. Uh huh. Um, I thought it'd make a good anyway, pairing. Fergus. Huh? I thought it'd make a good pairing. Yeah, definitely. It's like it's like doubling down. It's like what what goes with my cheeseburger? More cheeseburger, uh, but he 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 programs the number into his phone and just uh, puts put puts MPH as the as the name. You know, he's just like clicking a bunch T nine. You know, program <laughs> getting getting the M. Um, but then he's like. Once he puts his phone back in his pocket and he realizes he's still wearing the same pants that he wore in the bar, which is the bar where he just like lost all his money and he just like sits down again for a second. It's just And like, his ID. Yeah. So he's like, I'm either going to have to go back and burgle the place, thus becoming a supervillain, or I'm going to have to begin or something else out and I don't know what it's going to be so um, he gets up and climbs back down from this from this vantage point he like he like stops on the on the ladder or the stairs or, or whatever he's used to get up. he stops when he's like one story down and just takes another look at the place from up high and then he climbs back down alright uh, real quick give me a notice roll Notice again. Notice. Plus five. With a five on the die, that is ten. All right. Nah, nothing. You just proceed on down and... Uh, he's he's it, trapped in his head. Yeah, it's, it's late. It's like four or five in the morning. You meander your way back to your car, disrobe, and uh, go back to... Uh, where does Fergus hang his hat? He's been... He's been sleeping in the basement of the community theater and not telling anyone. All right. Yeah, he, so you he go parks, in... He, he, he parks a couple blocks away, and he, he uses his telekinesis to jimmy the lock. All right. So yeah, you uh, uh, evens or odds? Odds. All right. Uh, yeah, you go in and it's about six in the morning. Sun's coming up. You've got kind of that fuzzy feeling on your tongue and uh, that weird kind of motion feeling when you've been up all night. And I imagine Fergus just boom, just out on the bed. Yeah, there's there's like a, it's like an old cot. 
not even a proper bed. It's like he's not that tall, but his heels still hang off the end. But yeah, he just passes out right. immediately. Um, Fergus has somewhat of an odd dream, at least for him. You are kind of reliving towards the end of the fight uh, with the juggler and you know he's he's thrown all of his ammunition at you and you know you've you've willed it down and everything and as you go to to tip the the stand of uh, bleachers over onto him the ground rips and folds and instead of there being more ground underneath it's it's space um, but it's not stars and everything like you would see uh, up in the night sky. It's, it's, it's void. It's inky blackness. And it's, it's as much external as it is internal. You feel mm. like, um, you're looking at it, but it also feels like you're kind of looking inside at the same time. Ooh. And... You hear this, like this grinding that um, you can't place exactly. Like it sounds as if the universe itself, something is rubbing against it. Something inexplicable that you just can't, uh, you can't, your brain can't even fathom the the size the immensity of of what this uh is generating but it's also resonating from inside at the same time and you, you stare you don't know how long you've stared at this space in this dream until you feel like something's starting to stare back through this through this void and right when you think you can start to make out a shape, you wake up and you feel you have kind of an ambient sense with your uh, telepathy, with your with your mind control when when people are around. It's it's just kind of a uh, offhand sense to a certain extent, and. Um, in this case, it's kind of worked as an alarm clock, and someone has has started to come down the stairs to the basement. And I imagine you've kind of cordoned yourself off, so when someone comes straight mm -hmm. down, they're not going to be right there. So you've got, yeah, some time. So Fergus has hide in plain sight, which means he can stealth when you can't normally stealth. Mm -hmm. And he's just going to lay there and pretend to be a prop or an old costume or something like that. Okay. And he's just going to stealth. So I'm going to roll that. Y'all. All right. I've got, he's got a plus seven and an 11 on the die makes 18. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, director's assistants has come down and uh, you know that she usually comes in early and, and starts to help set up for the day. 
uh, and everything. And uh, you're actually, in retrospect, a little surprised that you guys didn't walk in at the same time. So you, mm-hmm. once she leaves, you can kind of self-evaluate and realize that you have not been asleep that long. Oh. I guess you look at your phone and it's like 8, 8.30. But you know that soon people at the theater are going to start start coming in you, you, they've got a uh, production uh, starting to uh, the the not interviews auditions are gonna start soon okay well Burgess has some other clothes stashed here um, in addition to most of his other possessions are at his dad's house and <laughs> some of the ones he really needs day to day are here so he uh he, he changes he he's he's got like a that, that that's a good point so his dad's still alive is his mom still alive um because she was the one that got the powers from the mk ultra experiment i mean i don't think she ever really manifested anything i don't think his dad did either i think that his dad was originally on the testing side, but he he was dosed also without his knowledge. And then after right. that, he just sort of kept going on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think maybe at this point his mom has been institutionalized. Okay. Or 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 has died. His dad is able to like cling to shreds of of dignity because guys who are still in in the the agency have sort of like made arrangements around him to help him stay where he is okay. um, he's still got a dresser and a closet in a room in his dad's like duplex and like dad's old friends at the agency have made the arrangements that allow him to stay in the duplex he has help he can't be there on his own he's got like live-in help pretty much because otherwise he might burn the place down or like make weird chemicals or shoot holes in the walls. Um, but, but so like Fergus doesn't like to go there unless he has to. Hmm. And so he's taken a bunch of his stuff from there and stashed it here, including like just clothes day to day. So he, he changes and then sneaks out and uh, he's, he's sort of made up his mind to do something and after he snuck out he sort of like he's gonna he's gonna loop the block and then he's gonna go back in there and he's gonna ask that that assistant if he can talk to the director because he needs like a for real job there he needs them to 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 put him on the payroll and he thinks he's earned it Okay. Uh, yeah, she's like, uh, uh, Director Harris is, he's, I believe he's in his office. He just came in. You might want to give him about 15 minutes. I think he just had his first cup of coffee. Oh, well, yeah, I should have one myself. <laughs> you, yeah, you, thank you. You do look like you've been burning at, at both ends. Are, are you, are you okay, Fergus? I have just been uh, working a lot, and um, and 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 not really making ends meet. So it's very 
uh, it's a lot. I'm 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 all right for now. I'm all right for now. But thank you for asking. And, well, uh, if if you ever need to talk to anyone, just you know. Um, uh, oh, I mean, I, mean um, I, I know we don't know each other that well, but uh, we could always just I don't know go down and 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 have some coffee or something if you, if you're going through a hard time. So Fergus is very, very suspicious of people who try to help him. And so he's rightfully like, uh, so after last night. Right. So he's like, uh, yeah, uh, you know, he, he just sort of like hems and haws and, and like looks down and she she picks shrugs. up pretty, pretty quickly and just like, oh, OK, well, I mean, you should still have my number. So. Thank you. That's that's very uh, that's uh, um, thank you. I uh, I'll just make a lap and it's I'll like, come well, back. Well, I've, I've got to go check the, the spot real quick before Mr. everything starts. So she kind of awkwardly yes. run runs backstage. Yeah, it's like you know, first they. First they tell you they're they're happy to see you and then then they then they gut you financially. <laughs> it's, you know. I suppose he could he could take comfort for the moment in having like no money left to lose. Mm. But still. Right. He um he actually goes outside and uh he walks down the block and he finds some like quiet spot where there's just like some trash around like maybe behind maybe the trash cans behind some buildings or something like that and when he, he looks around to see if anyone is there and 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 when the coast is clear he just sort of picks up one trash can with his mind and just smashes it into another one over and over again until they're both flat and then he just like wipes the sweat off his forehead and walks back to the theater you uh you you come in and you're walking down one of the aisles and you see uh on stage uh, a fairly slendered um gray-haired individual um like black jeans and uh, gray shirt and everything and he's he's pretty fit for the age that he's at he's probably somewhere late 50s early 60s uh, rumor has it he was actually a up-and-coming would have been big-time guy and took a misstep and now he's doing you know community theater directing it and mm-hmm. everything but he's still got these grand great ambitions and he's He's your typical director. He's he's a bit uh, too much. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he like in the middle? Of, well, anyway. No, it, it, it looks like he's standing in the spot. Um, you know, they've got the, the spot turned on and everything, and he's where they would be standing for the auditions and everything, and he's kind of... Mm-hmm. You can hear him uh, yelling at the girl you were talking to, uh, getting getting a, a couple other house lights or not house lights, but uh, stage lights turned on. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, no, 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 we need a blue gel in this one, and, and this isn't faced the right way, and put a yellow gel in that one. And... Uh, Mr. Harris. Fergus? Yes, sir. I... You're not supposed to be here yet. Uh, no, sir, I, I came to speak to you. Have you a moment? Uh, yes, uh, audition starts in, in 10 minutes, what? So Fergus walks down to the, so he's standing at the, at the foot of the stage and looking up at him and he's just like, sir, I wonder, you know, I've been here for a long time. I've held many roles here. (sighs) Enough of this hemming and hawing. What is it that you want? Sir, I I need paying work here, or I need to spend my time in another way. I'm with my parents, all the bills. I I either need to to work here in the uh, employment uh, sense, or 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 not at all, sir. That's what it is. Takes a takes long pause, yeah. like a awkwardly long pause that I'm not going to do in real time. <laughs> Fergus is like looking behind him to see if there's somebody there, or he's like, uh, like, I'm going to do you a favor, Fergus. I am not going to employ you here. You need to broaden your horizons. You need to go and and find yourself. You need to you need to expand your repertoire. You you told me you you grew up here. Go, go somewhere else. No, no job for you. I I see. <clears throat> like I'm I'm do, I'm doing you a favor. Fergus turns around and walks away and doesn't say a word for at least an hour. All right. Your he uh, go ahead. He, he 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 leaves his stuff in the basement of the theater. He just walks away. He's avoiding getting hit by cars, but other than that, he's just walking sort of blindly. Okay. You're 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 walking. You've you've kind of lost track of of where you are you you know at some point you're at a park and then you're you're kind of out on the edge of town and um before you know it it's it's kind of it's getting close to to evening close to dusk and you're by the the lake zurich bank and complexes which is the the largest building in town it's roughly center um it's got a, a good view of the lake and everything, and um, the complexes around it are, are kind of um, edgy, uh, up-and-coming building complexes mm. uh, of tech startups and uh, with interesting, and steel. yeah, interesting architecture and and contemporary art uh, out in the. Uh, 
I want to say quads, but that's not yeah, quite right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Um, little little plazas with like sleek modernist statues. Yeah, very very much so, and and unnecessary steps in and rises and and uh, recesses and as you walk along the plazas. Uh, give me a notice roll. Notissimus. 12 with 5 is 17. Okay. You hear far off, you hear a but it, it's, it's a lot fainter than that. It's just a It's it's a thumping or a yeah. grinding? It's or? a it's a thumping. Okay. Fergus like stops and looks around. Doesn't see anything that would naturally mm-hmm. cause that. Um you do see there's a, a thin line of smoke coming to the north where the sound is. Smoke to the north. Uh-huh. Okay. He he turns around. He like turns to, to look in that direction and uh, then like just looks around him at the at the the plaza or, or whatever. Um it most people like this is kind of more of the business area. Um like there's still people kind of driving around, uh, you know, there's some bars and everything and people that have worked late or just gotten off or kind of um, hanging out there and everything. Nobody really seems to generally notice. Okay. Um, all right. He's going to, he's going to get up high and if he needs to like, unobtrusively uses powers to like get the sort of ladder on the fire escape to come down he'll do that or if like he can just go through the building and there's the building security guard that's like excuse me and he can be like i'm going up to the roof you know Uh, whatever it is he's gonna get up to the roof yeah first thing you you see is a a fire escape and you get it to come down and you Mm-hmm. Up the up the five stories uh, to the top, and um, right as you get to the top, you see bounding across the the rooftops. You see uh, Jack Rabbit heading towards this this smoke. You see him. He'll do 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 boing, and he'll almost skip an entire building and do do do, and kind of follows that pattern. Mm. Um. This can't be good. Yeah. Uh, he he looks like a normal dude, uh, but um, he's he's kind of you don't know if it's if it's BS or not, but he's kind of talked that he's got like uh, um, metagenes that like make his legs super powerful kind of deal. Because he wasn't, he wasn't the quarter. The, he won a lot of awards in high school, uh, playing mm-hmm. football and track and things like that. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the quarterback; he was like the running back. Um, oh, okay. So there was, gotcha. there's like 
did he have his meta powers in high school or not? And would that like, uh, okay. so, you know, there's yeah. like a small town debate as to if he's mm-hmm. should turn back in that stuff or not. No fear. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a cheater. Um, season three, Jessica Jones. Anybody? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, never mind. I didn't say anything. Um, season one still the best. So, um, does Fergus have a sense of like where exactly in town the smoke is coming from? Could he look at where it's positioned to be like, oh, that's the old mill or whatever? Um, you know that it's kind of towards the edge of downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of the 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 strip malls and the the houses stop and the multi-story buildings begin um so it's kind of a mixture of like restaurants coffee shops bookstores um yeah just just places that most like will get the most foot traffic in like close to a residential area Whereas the area where he is now is like business park kind of thing. Yeah, a Trader Schmoes. Mm. <laughs> okay, so um, the only way I can think of for him to get there is to hail a taxi and then leave it without paying. Okay. When he gets there, or just to like drastically underpay with the little amount of cash left in his wallet. But... Um, I, I, I think along the way um, he's gonna insist that they that they stop at a Michael's and he's gonna go in and get another mask okay so you, you do a classic leave the meter running and run in yeah all right yeah so are you buying the mask or are you powering the mask oh he's he'll 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 steal the mask from Michael's Okay, just straight up. Okay, give me a sleight of hand roll then. Oh, man. All right. Oh, I actually have sleight of hand. He's actually pretty good at sleight of hand. Seven plus eight, 15. Yeah, good enough. Somebody may see you, but they don't give enough of a fuck to, to stop you. Okay. All right, so you get one of the plastic drama masks. Mm-hmm. He doesn't put it on yeah. yet. He just takes it with him and then it's like, all right, uh, over to uh, the blah, blah, blah you know, street. He names, yeah, he names some some coffee shop. Yeah, Tunnel Road he's, or whatever. He's like, he's like oh, 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 he's like, over to um, Espresso Yourself. <laughs> nice. Um, There's probably like a hundred places called that in this country. Yeah. So... Isn't that in Into the Spider-Verse? I have no idea. Wow. Great flick if you haven't watched it. I haven't. I, I don't care if you're if you're not a Spider-Man fan. Doesn't matter. It's awesome. It's animated okay. so well. Great storyline. Um, so I'm going to roll for the cabbie. Oh, okay. He's going to have a plus one modifier. He's, oh, man. He's too, he's too well qualified for his job. <laughs> with a two so a three total okay. nope he you're like i don't need to pay okay um someone someone else will make it up to him sometime karmically i'm sure all right 
you get out of the cab, you get the mask on just in time as through one of the walls of a building, not 30 feet from you, an individual comes flying out of it, goes across the street and smacks straight into a car, indenting it. Um, you see like a, like a triceratops kind of head headdress on him. Uh, the mask comes down and it's got a point on the nose and everything. And, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty built and everything. And they're just embedded in this car and you see blood trickling out of their mouth and everything. And you hear just a, and quickly after, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Quickly after, um, through this hole comes this individual and every time they step you hear and you feel the ground shake you (laughs) this leg comes out and it's naked with this this giant foot followed by this loincloth and everything and the skin color is odd it's this yellowish brown yeah it is and yeah. the the hand grabs the, si- the the hand yes it is very ochre in color and this hand grabs the side of the the brick and it kind of crumbles underneath this four-fingered hand and this head pops out and it's got these jutting tusks and this low brow um, and this kind of almost pig-like nose with these elongated ears and this black stringy hair and this just giant muscular form like just too many muscles uh, to be natural and uh, it's a tiny little pinprick uh, yellow eyes um, mm. and the, the scalara is actually black the what? The the whites of your eyes. It's called the oh. scalara. His is black. Ooh. So it's Ooh. black with yellow pupils. Yeah. That is. That's not natural, man. Yeah. And uh, okay. <laughs> I workshopped this voice, and no matter how hard I tried, it would not come out not Cockney. And I'm sorry. <laughs> and he this individual turns their head and they see you with the mask on and everything just staring like what it's got this great billowy uh breathing this (sighs) and he looks at you he says I didn't think someone as tiny as you would be wearing a mask out here. Shall we have a go at it? Uh. And he walks over and he pink pulls a like like it's nothing like it's paper uh, pulls a uh, meter out of the ground by a car. Oh, okay. Um, quick question first. Mm-hmm. Does Fergus have any idea who the person in the dinosaur mask is? Uh, give me a intelligence roll. I don't think you have, like, a, um, superhero culture. No. 
14 plus 3 int bonus, 17. Uh, it, you know it's uh, like a local one-shot hero that you heard of before um, mm-hmm. called the Tops. And apparently they're just like a physical, like a, a tough uh, kind of... Like their whole deal was they would charge people and and mm-hmm. uh, they were super strong and super tough and everything. Right. And, um, not subtle. Like a triceratops. And, like a triceratops. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's so there's debris around here, right? There's like rubble from this dude smashing into the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Fergus is gonna start running away from this person while also picking up the heaviest loose heaviest loose objects he can with his mind and throwing them at him okay big horrible yellow guy he's like running away and throwing these behind him all right let's have us an initiative oh no oh boy oh initiative is just dex bonus yeah, unless you have a, which you don't, unless there's a, I a don't. feat. No, I don't. 22. Ooh. Yes, you go first. Yeah, okay. Um. So, telekinesis attack and then run the fuck away. Okay. So, attack specialization gives plus two, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay, so he's got a plus four. Um... Okay, so I guess that's it. Yeah, okay. 17 plus 4, 21 to hit with thrown rubble. Telekinetically thrown rubble. Okay. Uh, that, it, it seems to hit him. Uh, what is your uh, toughness save DC? It's 15 plus your damage. Or I guess it'd be 15 plus your rating. Yeah, I think the damage for this just uses his telekinesis rating. Yep. So, 21. 21. All right. Yeah, it it hits him square in the chest, and you hear a tiny little... And he just looks and grins real big. Like, oh boy! Oh, okay, you're one of those. All right, it's my turn, and he like takes this thing that's almost too small for him and like flips it over and chucks it straight at you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. The way the way this is described. Alternate power deflect mm-hmm. reaction. So can I yep. can I use that? Absolutely. Alright. So that just uh that that would just be like roll plus power rating. Uh it is your uh defense plus uh or it's ten plus your plus your rating. Oh it's ten? I don't roll. Right, it's it's a static number. Oh, okay. So ten plus that is sixteen. Okay. Yeah, he got a nineteen plus eight. Oh, 
Am I dead? <laughs> uh, we're about to see. Uh, roll me a toughness save. Uh, mm. DC 27. Okay. This is uh, uh, nowhere near that. 13. Okay. Oh, 13. Okay. So that is a 12 point That's difference. 14 less. 14. Okay. Let me consult my guide. Do, 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 so, do, do. So my character doesn't actually exist. He's just, <laughs> he's just dead. He's just died immediately. Oh, let me find the sheet I need. Of course, it's the one I can't find. Sorry, everybody. I was afraid of this. I thought I was on the right sheet, and I was not. You're on the wrong sheet, Drew. I am the, the wrong that, sheet. The sheet that you should be on says everything Josh does succeeds. <laughs> I'm a sheet slitter. I slit sheets. I'm the best sheet slitter that ever slit a sheet. I uh, I don't know about that. That sounds... All right. Great. So you are staggered and stunned, and you have, you've taken one damage, so you'll be at a minus one to all okay. your rolls. Uh-huh. So you pretty much can't okay. act on your next round. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm just like... Okay, so that's him, and then I'm uh, up again, and I all I can do is run. Well, uh, stunned, uh, you get no dodge bonus, you're at minus two to defense, and you can't take attack actions other than reactions, but that's only for one round. So your next round, that's what's up. And then staggered uh, is consistent, and you can only either take an, an action or a move action. Okay. Um... But hold on. Other other things are happening. Real oh, quick. sorry. Um, he hits you with this thing, and it just like takes you partially in the face and in the chest, and you just crumple to the ground. Um, like you're seeing stars, you black out for you don't know how long, but you wake up and you're on the ground. Um, you're you're trying to get back to your feet and you you glance up and th this is all within a matter of seconds you you glance up and he's got the, this giant enormous figure has this suv over his head oh. and he's he's coming straight at you and you start to hear and you're you're lifted off the ground real quick and um you can kind of you can see what's going on like everything's kind of slightly blurry um but you you're put down and and in front of you is is mileage with the same silver and black outfit and you see there's sweat on their brow and everything i saw, I saw the smoke coming in i got here as fast as i could and I saw you on the ground, and I thought, I, uh, I, uh, I just, uh, uh, the car was coming, right coming down, and uh, he's big. Just distract him. Keep his attention, and don't let him hit you. Just keep him, if he can look the other way from me, 
I can blindside him. I, I just, um, uh, I mean, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, cause this is kind of a, a serious situation. Uh, all, all, all I can, can really do is, uh, is run about as fast as you see me run, and uh, that's it. That's fine. That's all you need to do. Just distract him. Do you think so? Because I, I've been told that it's not enough and that I should quit. And I just don't know right now. It'll have to be enough for now. Another hero has tried and is down. Maybe dead. We just... You don't have to do everything yourself. You and I together, we can, we can, you, we can do something. You hear, you're spry one. And you hear a couple of smacks and pops and, and, and hits and everything. And, um, uh, then you, uh, everything kind of starts getting a, a little, a little darker in the area and you start smelling something odd uh oh oh I bet I know what this is um Fergus probably doesn't though Fergus is wondering if he has a concussion or if this is like a symptom of brain damage from taking this hit but um he's gonna he's gonna try and sneak around the ogre he's gonna he's gonna say to to mileage again like just just run around him in circles throw stuff at him don't get in his range while you distract him i'm gonna sneak up behind him okay um all right so you can use a uh hero point we'll say you have two uh since you defeat juggler um to shake off your um stunned condition Mm-hmm. Um, How long does that last for? Actually, I think that's just a round. I'm just going to say it's a round because I don't want to take a lot of time looking that up. So you're staggered. Okay. Um, yeah, staggered would take you like an hour to recover from. So okay. you're restricted to either moving or acting. Okay, if, if he moves, then... Does that does staggered preclude him from moving stealthily, like his sneak and action? Uh, no. I think it would just be like you would be moving slower, so you'd be moving at like half movement. If that sounds okay. fair. Um, but it, you you realize that you're just right around the corner from where you were at. You're probably oh. 50 yards or so like mileage came picked you up like scooped you up and half drug you um because you notice Mm -hmm. like your pants are slightly ripped um Mm -hmm. and you're missing a you're missing a shoe um (laughs) that and you look around the corner and uh you see jackrabbit and he's just like hammering away at this guy with his legs like doing all kinds of mm-hmm. crazy like spin kicks and stuff and hitting him in the head and the uh, uh, like the legs and just nothing is moving this guy and you see you also see an individual looks like he's got a um like a turtle neck or a dicky or something and he's rolled it up 
to his face and he's wearing all black and he's got the he's got the black hair and he's got the old school emo chicken wing yeah hairdo. Um, yeah it's part of his disguise uh-huh um he actually clips it off <laughs> during the day and you see <laughs> sorry that's too great sorry um you see like there's waves of like um cloudy inky blackness kind of like rolling out from uh under his like, it looks like it's coming out of his pants almost like his well not just his pants it looks like it's coming off of his skin that's exposed mm. except for his face mm-hmm. okay yep the miasma mm-hmm. indeed okay um fergus is gonna slowly like edge along the buildings he's 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 gonna, he's he's working his way slowly around and behind the ogre that's mm-hmm. that's all he's doing right now okay uh just for funsies give me a stealth check uh, okay so he has plus seven but he's at minus one from his injuries mm-hmm. so plus six with a 17 is 23 wow okay uh yeah you guy doesn't seem to be noticing you at all like he's looking around almost like he's bored and you hear at one Mm. point he's just like you little small fries are gonna be a good warm up for when I get to Chicago proper fuck that fuck him okay it's like right. really is this all that this town can offer me a bunch of half-assed uh, I'm trying to think of. He, he just throws out some insult that I'm not going to worry about sure. trying to come up with if he's a real cockney he'll call them knobs hmm. okay alright so Fergus is going to sort of flatten himself against flatten his back against the building and he's gonna very he's gonna take his time and like I think he's gonna realize that like throwing things at this guy you know no sort of blunt impact is gonna do the job so he just slowly and carefully reaches out with his mind to see if he can sort of get that vague consciousness of, of another person's mind here. Okay. Uh, let me look at something real super quick. Hopefully. And, and for anyone who cares about the mechanics here, this, this idea that Fergus has some sort of mental sense is mainly like a, a flavor thing that we're doing. We're not really, we don't really have much of a mechanical basis for this. Yeah, I, I figured it's, it was a lot like kind of how you gave Morgan's suit, like those small little extras, like, mm. eh, why not? Um, I suppose I did. You can you don't forget that you could use extra effort mm-hmm. if you wanted to increase oh, your power. I- I have not forgotten. Or you can use your hero points to improve your roll, heroic feat. Uh, oh, you can use it to recover. 
you can instantly shake off stunned or fatigued. Mm. But I guess you're stag staggered is the problem that you have. Right. Let me make sure. Yeah, staggered is the problem that you have. Okay. So yes, I just wanted to remind you of you that you can yeah. boost those. No, I I've, I I was planning on using extra effort. I I remember many of a battle in the <laughs> old campaign where at the end Fergus would just be like dog tired from using extra effort over and over again. And um, and I think just for all the listeners out there, Puppeteer had a running theme of getting the crap beat out of him by mooks and then usually one-shotting the villain of the of the arc. What can I say? I'm lucky guy. <laughs> in a way, in a way it's like so after you've been humiliated thoroughly, <laughs> then 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 you get to win. Yeah. Um so in this case, he's more afraid for his life than humiliated. And he's also afraid for the lives of these people. Yeah. Uh, these other these other heroes. So he's once he's once he's behind the ogre and, and he he's going to like tentatively reach out at first to make sure there's no like, you know, psychic shield or, or whatever kind of thing. He, he doesn't he still doesn't know enough about the hero world to know what to expect. OK, so you're going to probe with mind control before you use any extra effort. I mean, or anything like that. he's 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 just going to go ahead and try, but mm -hmm. he's he's not. OK, so DC let me 16 ask you this. on this one. Go ahead. Yeah, let me just ask you this first. If if I try a power on somebody and fail, do they get a bonus to resist like a second or subsequent attempts? No, because that's one of the problems I have with uh, a lot of systems where it's like you can do this physical attack over and over again, like blasts and, and all this stuff that has physical elements and nothing changes. But a lot of times like illusions or, or mental damage or, mm -hmm. or more tricksy stuff is like oh well someone gets extra resistance after blah 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 which I think is a kind of right. a load of crap because I don't know it's a bit mechanically uh, prejudicial we might say yeah let me ask you this this one other thing then um, does him being unaware of this attempt against him penalize him in any way because like he doesn't even know I'm there right <laughs> That's a good point. And no, I'll uh, I'll give you that. Uh, he'll he'll be at a higher DC because he's preoccupied with what he's doing. Okay. So I will roll, well, and he'll and he'll have a higher DC. Yeah, I think I think actually, you know, I think Fergus would go ahead and use extra effort on this. I okay. think he really feels like it's all or nothing here, so he's going to do right. extra effort as well. Okay, which puts his. That adds plus two to his ranks. Yes. Okay. So, so that's I eight. so I will add an extra two DC because he's preoccupied. So this will be a DC mm -hmm. of twenty. Okay. We, we and, are about and, to find out. And this is an int roll, right? For mind control. Uh, it's a it's a it's a will save. Will save. Okay. Let me pull for up those of you for, for those of you at home who heard early episodes of Tales from Stringersburg and you know that this character is part of Fergus's backstory, I guess what we're about to establish is 
is this that timeline or is this the alternate continuity where Fergus got smashed to death and never became puppeteer? All right. He's you. You Okay. Describe to me how you're trying to do this. Sure. If, if he gets, if he gets control, what he's going to do is have the guy. I mean, really well, all he's trying to before you garner control, like what is the process like this early in, in oh. Ferguson's like, what's your technique? Oh, like, how are you right. visualizing? Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So <clears throat> Fergus is still using literal puppetry, physical puppetry as his metaphor. He has no real idea how his power works. He's like not really acknowledged the stuff with his parents, you know, so he's he's not he doesn't think of himself as a psychic hero. Mm -hmm. He just knows that things started happening when he wanted them to happen. And, and he knows he can make things and people do what he wants sometimes. And he's not sure why, and it scares him. And so thinking of, of them as puppets is safe for him because he just uses puppets to do performances and gotcha. people like that about him. So he's, he's holding his hands up and he's like manipulating his fingers, but he does that for a second. He like reaches sort of out with them and then curls them back. And then he just sort of stops because the idea is to just get a hold of this guy's mind and make him stop moving. Okay. I find that incredibly interesting that as insidious as this power is and can be, it's almost innocent for Fergus. He he has to make it that way because it scares the shit out of him. Yeah, like he has to disconnect mm -hmm. from this because like the repercussions of if he ponders on this too much, like okay, that's yeah. that's super cool. Um all right, yeah, you 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 reach out, you kind of mentally turn this guy into one of, you know, you imagine him with armature and uh, mm -hmm. strings and all this, almost like a marionette. And you see him, he's got, he's got Jackrabbit by the throat and he's reared back. Jackrabbit's already, you know, bloodied. It looks like like this side of his face is just purpled and swollen and everything. It looks like one of his legs is bent at a really unnatural angle. And right before he makes contact, he stops. Okay. And he's just kind of Fergus frozen. Is. Okay. Fergus is just sitting there like yeah where you've used one. the the extra effort you've just broken out in a sweat um yeah. like you still can't take a deep breath like you've probably got some cracked ribs uh you're like this eye is starting to feel like it's closing like your depth perception is changing some so he moves one finger on his right hand and the ogre opens his hand that he's got jackrabbit in. Okay. Uh, as you do this, you, you see mileage come around. It looks like she uh, they uh, were going to get some momentum, and they, they come to like start running around ogre ogre, and you you see 
they make a, a, a couple turns and then stop and see what's kind of going on that he's not moving anymore and grab Jack, grab it real quick, but kind of under the arms and start to, to back up some with him. And you see Jackrabbit make con- eye contact with you along this miasma and you, you know, you kind of stood there manipulating every time you move a, a finger, even subtly this, you know, this guy kind of moves in concert with that. What, uh, what about miasma? Uh, miasmas, you saw like it was this steady roll of this black inky, uh, kind of, kind of moving out. And it, like I said, it had this peculiar smell to it, but it didn't seem to be affecting you in any way. Um, it's kind of slowed down. Like it's still slowly kind of like creeping out from underneath his, his pants legs and his, his long shirt okay are 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 we the only heroes in town knows of sorry you, you cut out a little bit are you the only heroes in town that what yeah i'm j- because i think one thing fergus might do is just be like go get back up but i don't know if there's anyone else here that would back us up oh um these are some of the main ones that you know there's uh princess sparkle fingers um <laughs> you like that somehow i don't think she's gonna be a lot of use unless by sparkle fingers you mean like plasma welder you know <laughs> cutting you know arc welder cutting torch fingers um, um but yeah there's like a, a handful of of like low level people that you could if you sat and mm. thought for a second that you could probably uh pull um you know the mhtf's response time out this far like they're located in chicago proper it's probably going to be somewhere an hour or two oh right okay so just sort of through gritted teeth and and his mask Fergus looks over at, at Miasma and is like it's just like get the wounded out I've got this okay and now that you do have time to kind of assess the situation like you, you kind of cut your eyes here and there and you see that civilians were not spared in this fight at all like where tops oh. got thrown through this building it was like a uh, kind of restaurant diner-esque thing and there was a, a lot of people in that line of fire um, you know there's there's people doubled over you, you're, you are starting to hear sirens off in the distance but it's probably local PD um, mm-hmm. fire department EMTs uh, general oh rescue God. squad um but yeah, like you don't know how extensive this is, but you can see like this guy was probably thrown through multiple buildings before he got stopped by this car. Oof. Yeah. Okay. So he's yeah. So he's just like get the wounded out of here, and then he's got his hands moving, and he has the guy turn around. 
and start walking out of this area. Fergus is going to start marching him away All from right, the part of town. With every step. And he's not... He's not overly huge. Like, he's still, like, seven feet tall. Like, he's a big mass. Like, he's more mass than he is height. He's dense. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. So, the terrain out here is generally flat, right? Uh But but there is a hill. Uh Uh-huh. There's a there's there's a hill on the outskirts of town, and and that's where we're headed. Fergus starts marching him that way. All right. And along there, there's and along a the there's way, a small there's a small, and I put this in quotation mountain. Yeah. Um, uh, that's actually called uh, Mount Cassidy, and it's named for like a, a revolutionary or not revolutionary war. This is far too too far west. Um, like a uh french and indian war kind of era uh like high ground you know it's just big enough to be considered a mountain okay yeah um so fergus starts marching the ogre that direction and he's not entirely sure what he's up to here but he knows that that area is not really densely populated. It's not really populated at all. Like there's a development out there, but construction on it has halted. Yeah. It's also like right on the edge of like a national reserve kind of national park type deal. Okay. Yeah. So he, uh, he actually like, he climbs up on this guy's back and and he and he sets him off at a run okay and just fyi i have rolled for a a long period of time and he rolled two natural ones on top of a bunch of other failures so yeah okay good so you've got control of him for the foreseeable future okay all right you uh you didn't have to tell me that, but I'm glad you did because yeah. now I <laughs> now I can relax a little bit. Okay, so I'm I'm assuming that he runs at just like a normal person's speed, so they're 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 gonna be at this for a little while. He he does run at a normal person's speed, but he's just unrelenting, like his pace never changes like you can you even like push him to like fast you know dashing Mm -hmm. and he just doesn't stop okay like the breathing doesn't even get labored oh meanwhile fergus is like every lurch he's like feeling his rib poke into his Mm -hmm. side he's like sweating bullets he almost falls off a couple times that's an interesting point give me a concentration check give me two concentration checks son of a bitch why did i say anything (laughs) what what is oh that's a skill check yep concentration okay i have plus five in that minus one is plus four I rolled a 16, so that's 20. Okay, and give me one more. Okay. Uh, that's a 15, so 19. Okay, yeah, you're good. You're good. 
Like you keep a you keep a iron hold on this guy. Yeah, Fergus is just Fergus is actually thinking back to the conversation with the community theater director Harris earlier today who's like I'm doing you a favor. You need to you need to get out of this town. You need to decide what you want to do. And he's just like, "Well, those those chumps at my work may have robbed me blind and used me, but none of them can do this. So this is what I'm doing. I'm taking this threat to my town out of here. Okay. Maybe he's already thinking of it as a going away present. All right. You you get a few miles out of town uh, uh, going north, and um, again, you hear that... And you, they pull up beside you, and you you see mileage, and they're 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 keeping pace. Um, doesn't seem to be much of an effort, right? For them, like, what is this? Is this thing that you didn't want to talk about that you, you told me that you didn't want to talk about? But it seems like it's something that you should have really talked about because this is really cool. Yes, yes, this is it. Oh, you don't look good. You're 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 bleeding down the side of your face, and I don't I know, know if you're bleeding down the side of your face, but you you, you should. Yes, you should. yes, I know. Okay. I listen. I I don't know how much longer I can hold this. I've I've got to get him out of town, and I don't know. Get rid of him somehow. You need to go back and and help them get the wounded to safety. I don't know. This this is probably twenty minutes after the fight, and she's she, or they say um, mm-hmm. like EMT showed up and, and and I think everything's taken care of and 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 Jackrabbit he broke his leg or or, the, or this guy broke his leg when he when he when he kicked him and everything and then he, I think they also have a skull factor and everything but um the 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 news was there and i i told them that that the that the puppeteer was actually the one that that took care of the whole thing and and i was going to find him and that he was the hero of the day so i is is, is that okay i hope that's okay because I, I, I told them that so is that okay that that was very generous of you i i hope i can live up to it i just have to figure out what to do with this this big piece of this idiot. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. He seems to be uh, physically uh, capable of taking care of anything. Um, was you? Um, uh, that dice got out of control. Does uh, does 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 he have to breathe? Uh, I I assume so. Can can you ask him to to, to, to to stop breathing and maybe then he'll pass out and they, maybe I, they can arrest him? I, I I don't think I can do that. I've I've never tried that. That doesn't seem. It's not. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's autonomic. I think. Oh, uh, the thing that you do without thinking that you're doing it, but you do it anyway. I th- I think so. I I c- I could force him to hold his breath, but. 
It wouldn't last very long. It might threaten him. It, it could break the hold. Oh, I see. Um, well, then uh, it seems like you need to find something that's uh, passively making him uh, contained without knowing that he's being passively contained um, actively. Yes. Oh. Oh. Uh. Yes. Uh. At this point, Ogre has started to slow down a little bit. Okay. Because Fergus is thinking less about him about him running. Okay. Give me a give me a notice check real quick. Okay. Keep that train of thought though. Eight plus four is twelve. Okay. Uh, you're too caught up in, in what you're doing, uh, Ogre. Starts to tarts, starts to slow down. Uh, mileage, you see, they they look behind them, and uh, I think there's a uh, the, 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 the not the armed forces, but the the police is coming. The local law enforcement is coming. So I think uh, what you should do is I'm going to distract them best I can. And now that she's they say that you you do notice that you hear. Uh, coming from behind you to the south, uh, multiple sirens and everything. Like so, uh, you figure out what you're going to do uh, with this big guy, and then I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm go- I'm, I'm gonna go and uh, see if I can uh, distract the local law enforcement. Uh, maybe th- maybe throw them off the trail. Is, is, you think that's a good idea? Yes, yes, mileage. That's that's perfect. You're doing really well. Thank you so much. I, I oh, thank you. Be careful. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. A lot, not a lot of people say that when I try to do things. Everybody just kind of seems to, for some reason, think that um, I cause more problems than I than I, I fix. So I, I, I'm going to go try to try to fix this problem. Okay, back. And she. And like I said, it's it's like fast car speed like 70 miles an hour kind of deal yeah i'm trying to imagine seeing a human body move that fast i have no real frame of reference for that Mm -hmm. okay fergus fergus has been has been thinking up till now just like get him away to this ruined development where nobody lives and nobody's doing any work just get him away from people so he can stop doing harm but then the closer they get, he's like, maybe I can somehow collapse a house on this guy. And then he's like, no, that's not going to do it. And then he starts thinking about the construction equipment. And he's like, maybe somehow make like, maybe I could sort of let him go right at the same time that I'm like picking up a bulldozer with the telekinesis and hitting him with the bulldozer. Maybe that's enough. But then he's like, if I, if I miss if I if there's any wrong timing there, that won't work either. And and something else is starting to occur to him that he's really not comfortable with, but he can't really think of anything else. Mm-hmm. So when they when they reach the development, he has the ogre walk over to a um front end loader digger Ex- excavator type excavator. guy. Okay. Uh so he he climbs down slowly off his back and he holds his left he holds both hands out and at, at this point he's like thinking of 
of Ogre's hands as his like fore and middle fingers. So he, he sort of curls those two fingers on each hand. And Ogre reaches down and like tears the big digger part off of the excavator. The bucket. I'm assuming he's huh? The bucket. Yeah, the bucket. I'm assuming Ogre's strong enough to do that. Oh yeah, he tears it off like nothing. Oh okay. Um so then Fergus like marches him over with the bucket to like the base of of the of the, he, he they just like walk from the development into the foothill and ogre starts digging just like scooping the bucket into the earth and tipping it over to the side scooping and dipping scooping and dipping all right as he's doing this just for a moment just for the fleetiness fleetiness of time you feel your hold on him slip just for a second. He pauses, but it's just for a heartbeat. And then he goes back to it. Fergus like goes to a knee. He's just like, Oh, I almost died. I really almost died just yeah. then. I only rolled an eight on that. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. He, let's see, he, he has him like dig in, actually, I'm not sure if this would work. Let me think about this for a second. L- uh, let me narrate that he, he okay. digs for a while and you notice that he's having to like dig down and you know like I said he's like seven feet tall and almost as wide and just as a thought you get him to put it down for a second and he just starts like punching and he's and this is working faster than the excavator bucket and he's just wailing and you get past the dirt and the clay and you start getting into bedrock and he doesn't stop. Like his pace so is he's still. Just, he's just going down and in, punching his way down and in. Mm-hmm. And like when when everything gets much, he just like these big four fingered hands and just scoops it and throws it out the back of the tunnel. But you guys are this uh, development is far enough away from like a populated area that even these loud, like, percussive and concussive hits don't seem to really be bothering much besides the na- the uh, local wildlife. Okay. After a while, so, like, Fergus is, like, and looking down into the hole. At, at, at a certain point, he all he can do is, like, hear Ogre. He can't see him anymore. And when he's out of sensory range, that's going to be the end of it. So he 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 stops when he can still just faintly perceive Ogre at the bottom of this tunnel. And he, he looks around him at, like, the, the dirt. 
and all the like rock and loose stuff from the tunnel and the uh bucket from the excavator is like flung over to the side discarded so he's got to take a deep breath and as soon as he switches off the mind control he's going to use his telekinesis to take the the bucket and start shoveling stuff back into the hole okay Mm-mm-mm. that would have been a good roll um I rolled an intelligence roll to see if he could figure out what was going on, which was a 16, but he has a minus six to his intelligence. So that was a 10. <laughs> and you just hear this, what? And you just start hearing like pounding and flailing, and, but you're just throwing all this material back down this hole. And you can kind Fergus, of feel the ground Fergus just, has, and you're shaking like your feet. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a distant part of Fergus's mind that Brian, like already regretting not yelling a snappy line down the tunnel before this began, but that's all sort of buried under survival programming, which is just like make the monster stay down there. Mm. And he just, after a while, he, he maybe even just like forgets about the bucket and is just using his mind to just like push the stuff in there without the without the bucket and yeah for sure like that is way faster yeah um so yeah you you're doing that and the the hits the impact that you're feeling through your feet kind of start to lessen and lessen and you just faintly feel it and, and after um, about 15 minutes, you don't feel it at all. Yeah, for 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 about the last five of those 15 minutes, Fergus has been sitting on the ground with his with his hand on the dirt, just sort of feeling, just sort of making sure. And he's had plenty of time to think about this. And uh, and his other hand is just sort of on his head he's like he's taking the mask off he's trying to wipe the sweat off it just keeps coming and he's just like sitting there with his head in his hand and he's just like kind of crying a little bit just sort of sniffing a lot just aggressively sniffing and then and then he 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 stops and he puts the mask back on and he turns around and he gets up and he looks down. And he like straightens his shitty outfit, whatever that may be. He's just like wearing civilian clothes mm-hmm. and he's got this terrible mask on. All right. And he uh, he 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 starts to Fergus starts to kind of walk off. He starts to walk back to to Noman. Um. What are what are his thoughts? Like what's what's the what's the plan? He's thinking, okay, first I have to make sure mileage isn't dead. Then I have to explain what happened to the cops and the MHTF. And then I have to go see my mom. 
all this those are those are his thoughts in that order all right all this is is going through through fergus's mind and things start to get a little a little cloudy and everything and all of a sudden fergus snaps up (gasps) he can't snap up too far though because the the fetter is still around his neck and his wrists you had a dream about your past again but the thing that you remember the most is the black void looking at it the dream within a dream that you'd completely forgotten until now that crawling awful thing and you can feel it inside you. We're gonna end it there. <laughs> dreadful, just <laughs> dreadful. The whole business. Mm. Yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> that makes it way worse somehow. <laughs> Little. Little cherry on top there, you know. Things, write us emails, whatever. It would be so fascinating to learn that there are human beings out there paying attention to this and to hear the thoughts of those human beings. Because I mean, for all I know, all are option bots. But yeah, if anybody wants to hit us up. We're at the birdcast, um, birdcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah, we'll we'll end it there because we could sit here and, and ramble on for another hour or so, but we're not going to uh, put everybody through that. And uh, it'll just be more for me to edit later. Uh, yeah, and plus I have to go take my Dr. Radon treatment to get my superpowers. So. Dr. Radon. <laughs> Best commercial, okay. only commercial, but still best commercial. <laughs> also, if you guys I... have interesting commercial ideas, send them to us and we will do a ridiculous recording. Yeah, definitely. Like, like, like for free, like don't even give us any money. Just give us your bad idea. <laughs> yeah, we thrive on bad <laughs> we'll, ideas. We'll we, we're still following the, the, uh, the line of uh, uh, everything is allowed. Nothing is forbidden. Mmm. Candles. Mmm. Scandalous. All right. So, thank Good you all so much. As always. So. You. You. All right. Peace, everybody. All right.